0: Today on Jeff and Julie moved to France During a Global Pandemic, we continue to find treasures that are steps from our house.
1: This week, while on one of our walks, we discovered a trail that leads right to a 12th century Roman church.
0: Also, a woodworking wives tale that leads us to the home of painter Toulouse-Lautrec. Here we go with Chapter 57. So I have uh, made a habit of turning my phone off at night. Not off, but I put it on...
1: Do not disturb. Do
0: not disturb because Mm -hmm. of the six-hour difference. And, you know, people every once in a while will either send a text or a WhatsApp message. Sure, it's
1: 8 o'clock at night back home and 2 o'clock in the morning here.
0: Exactly. So I forgot to check my phone, and turn off the Do Not Disturb button last Thursday for my French class.
1: And I get a call from you at 1010, 10 minutes after your class is scheduled to start.
0: Right. And um, uh, I guess I missed a couple of messages.
1: Mm-hmm. Teacher did try to get in touch with you yeah. to say that she couldn't um yep. be at the class yep. and you didn't check your phone so and it's you have not like nobody it's really to blame but yourself
0: myself and it's not like it's right around the corner it's no. a 40 minute drive each way
1: and and we thought okay let's let's make this lemon into lemonade um and I sent you to the store to find oh, that's to right. find a very specific uh, converter for uh for our lamps yeah <laughs> and, And you couldn't find them. It was a total zero day.
0: It was a disaster day. I went to three different places looking for a simple Canadian to European or French standard uh, because uh, our lamps are, this is something I wish we would have known earlier because Mm -hmm. we left a lot of lamps back home because of the voltage difference. Yeah,
1: yeah, we left a lot of uh, small electrical appliances back home. And we we didn't know that we could have very well adapted them here.
0: Yeah. Now, here's the thing. We tried plugging one in that came in the last shipment with the Canadian bulb, and uh, I thought I was sitting on the sun.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It wasn't happy. No.
0: Mm -hmm. And it was going to blow, and everything was getting hot. So we took it out, and we just put in one of the French LED bulbs that you just buy at the store. Boom. And it seems to work, although I'm still not... I'm not 100% convinced, like I'm not to the point where I want to leave the bulbs on. I'm with you, I'm yeah, with you. But but when you use them, they look fine, mm-hmm. and they don't overheat. Uh, no. So, we, we, so saved, we
1: salvaged a few lights.
0: Salvaged a few lights. Oh, and the other good news about my, uh, my French class is I found out that we can deduct the cost of my French classes... On our taxes here—that's so, really good news. That's because <laughs> you're
1: taking them weekly. They're private, so they're yep. not—you know—they're—they're they're not inexpensive. Mm-hmm. And uh, being able to, you know, write them off, I think, is a big—a big value. And you know, I think it's because the French government is incur- encouraging uh, people who are immigrating to be fluent in French, so that they can converse, they can work, uh, they can be part of the French community. Well,
0: we—if <laughs> we're going to go ahead with this ten-year carte de séjour then we I'm gonna need to be at least at that level which is what level two I'm, and b one B1. B1, B1 is whatever, the official whatever. whatever that means yeah uh, but I, I I at least need to be at that level to get uh, the the 10-year stamp and that's up in three years so oh, yeah, yeah.
1: I, I think you're almost there now so yeah. you have nothing to worry about well, nothing to worry about uh,
0: yeah I mean things keep going. According to Hoyle, as they say, then I should be—I should be good. I, I don't want to—I don't want to get cocky. <laughs> I mean, you've seen how well I've done with the French phrase of the day, so I don't want to get too cocky. But uh, <laughs> there's yeah, and,
1: significant improvement, though, and you've got to take that.
0: And and we found out more. <laughs> now I know why. Now I know why we have to reapply for the carte de séjour. Every year for the first five years. It has nothing to do with security checks or clearances. It has nothing to do with whether or not we're eligible. It has to do with ka-ching, ka-ching
1: <laughs> money. That
0: is it. Yeah. I had forgotten how much we pay for these Yeah, stupid... each year
1: it's 225 euros per person.
0: Unbelievable. What an absolute for cash For the privilege
1: crowd. of... Residing here,
0: uh, well, I'm sure it's the same anywhere else. Uh, you know what? It's probably the same in Canada, but I'm just saying it. It it all adds up. It all adds up in the favor of the French government. Now, some they got to pay people to process all this crap, but uh, still, I, I think they're ahead of the ball game. I don't think it takes that much to process these.
1: No, and it said in the document that you got last time that you have to uh, prepay before going to collect your actual physical card i
0: better do that huh
1: so you can either do it online because
0: mine's ready and yours isn't (laughs) yeah
1: well it's because my (laughs) fingerprints were erased
0: have you checked that lately to see if i'm still in process you
1: check it every morning no it's too depressing i do it every (laughs) couple of days um but i'm still in in process they haven't issued um all right I, i i haven't been accepted yet you have
0: yeah, I've been accepted. so uh, I, I and by the way, there's it, it's interesting. there are a number of uh, payment options available, which is great. Uh, uh, of course, my my preference is to pay online, of but...
1: course. but you can also go to the tobacco shop. <laughs> I think that's really <laughs> very French very, that, uh, that you can get your your, um,
0: your livelihood card. yeah,
1: your receipt for the two twenty five. Yeah. at the tobacco shop.
0: Yeah, sort of counterintuitive, isn't it? Okay, I
1: think so.
0: <laughs> I just think that's, that's so perfect. Uh you go buy your smokes and pay for your life card. Very funny. Yeah, so uh that's the update there. We we will have to, you know, pay for these things. For the next so this will be three. This is our second year, so three more of these. So th- think about that. So that's 225. Uh that according to my math that's 450 bucks uh, euros per year uh-huh. for the two of us uh-huh. and we have to do that for th- including this year 4 years uh-huh. so 4 times that's 6 that's like it's a lot s- of money 1800 euros just for to process this ridiculous card and if you don't have the carte de séjour then your carte vitale which is the health card doesn't work they're right. connected
1: and you also wouldn't be able to travel
0: Ah, exactly. Yeah, more importantly, yeah, yeah. If you
1: if you had to go back to North America for a reason, you wouldn't mm-hmm. be admitted back into the country.
0: Well, so travel, yeah, off the EU because we, yeah, you, we weren't asked for any documentation when we were going back and forth. Well, no, from because Spain. it's open borders yeah, yeah, in the yeah, yeah, EU, yeah. like yeah. You, you know. But just clarify, you can we can still travel without it, but just can't go off the EU. Yeah, yeah.
1: exactly, out of the EU, for yeah. sure.
0: Well, that's our. Uh, that you know, it's part of the deal
1: yeah oh, yeah oh, so well.
0: happy happy valentine's uh, <laughs> thank
1: thing. you mr romantic
0: <laughs> well by the, w- by the way <laughs> uh-huh. you made a beautiful dinner for valentine's day this year <laughs> i
1: did no, well, well we were gonna go out I know. We normally were.
0: and d- don't don't go oh jeff you're 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 horrible don't 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 give me that because- my
1: fingerprints are erased <laughs> <laughs> too much work in the kitchen
0: because every year we go out but we just you know we looked at there was only a couple of spots that had any kind of meal you know a special a special, t- a
1: special valentine's day meal yeah and it was
0: all duck it
1: was it was just
0: canard 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 things
1: that we weren't necessarily fond of so yeah. we just decided to and then I thought, okay, I'll go. I'll go buy some a treat. I'll go buy uh, uh, some some lobsters. But of course, I couldn't find any. So
0: yeah, we went. Wanted to go from Canard to Omar.
1: <laughs> couldn't even do that. Oh, you're making French funny. You That's see good. that? You see what I just did? Yeah, there? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So we had uh, lovely um, pasta, mm. which you you thoroughly enjoyed. So it was uh, it was well, a, I, a nice know, evening.
0: I, I did, and I just hope you did too. Even though you had to cook. But, yep. uh,
1: I didn't have to do the cleanup, though. No, you did that. So yeah, that's
0: see, that's awesome. how it works. Yes, that's how it works in a team relationship.
1: <laughs> so Valentine's Day here is really different than yeah. it is in in North America. Is it? Yeah, like I remember when I was a kid in school in in in, in Quebec. Like we would hand our classmates Valentines. Oh, and those little, little
0: candies, be yeah, mine. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And it like it was it it was you could give your dog a Valentine. You could give a friend a Valentine. But in France, it's really reserved for a couple—people who are in mm. a relationship. I see. Um, so it's 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 not it's not the same kind of commercial fare that it is in in North America. It's it's, it's more subtle. Do you
0: remember those candies? One said, "Be mine." I do. What were some of the other slogans on there? "I love you." Uh, uh, maybe. "Get off my lawn." Not in there.
1: <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so.
0: All right. Anyway. <laughs> That's the kind of candies I'd like.
1: <laughs> you know, Here's that- your
0: hat. What's your hurry? <laughs> don't let the door no. hit you on the way out.
1: Did you know that there was actually a real Valentine?
0: A re- uh, like a? A person. Is that his name?
1: Valentine. Mm-hmm. His name was Valentine? Yes. Back in uh, like the third century. That's where the origin, apparently, of Valentine's Day stems from.
0: Oh. He- oh, don't tell me. He was from France.
1: Uh, well, France wasn't around back then, so it was kind of—it's all Roman landscape. So Romans. it's probably—it's probably, it's probably modern-day Italy where Bloody he was. Bloody Romans. <laughs> but in any case, the 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 leader, the commander, wanted all of his young men to go fight in the war.
0: Mm-hmm. And oh, happy Valentine's Day! Well,
1: no, but Valentine believed in love, so he secretly would marry couples.
0: Oh, he was a lover, not a fighter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and sure enough, the emperor found out and put him in jail and started torturing him. And it was a it was a big deal. And he eventually cured his daughter from her blindness.
0: Huh. Yep. Okay.
1: And so the whole family started believing mm. in, in his in his prophecies. Here we go. And the emperor just decided to off his head, and that happened on February fourteenth.
0: You know, back in the day, that, that was kind of like, well, I don't know what to do with him. Do you know what to do with him? No. I just <laughs> cut his head off. <laughs> that's what the, you know, it just kind of came down to that. Well, I guess we'll just have to cut off his head.
1: Uh, but apparently, he wrote a note to the daughter that he cured, um, and it was on a, a heart shaped paper.
0: Did it say, Be mine?
1: N- no. Okay. It said, Your Valentine. Oh. So that's.
0: That's where it all came from, uh, Ooh, that's according a, to lore. Uh, oh boy, that is that is some lore soup right there.
1: <laughs> there is a Saint Valentine town here in France.
0: Is that where he's from?
1: No, he was from Italy. Oh, you okay. didn't listen to my story. Well, no, you said Romans. Romans have been everywhere. They have, they have. No, it's a small town. It's north of here. It's a little too far for us to go visit um, on a on a oh, day trip. What a shame. Uh, <laughs> But they they do up St. Valentine's. You know they have up festivals and okay. Yeah, it's a big a big deal there. Okay,
0: well, ours has shrunk in terms of our our, our celebration of Valentine's Day is no longer a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Are You tired? Yeah, me too. Seven thirty. Good night. <laughs> oh jeez. Well, anyway, uh, we 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 had fun. We had a nice night. It was uh, oh man, that pasta you made was just I, I'm. Probably going to opt for that again next year, if possible.
1: <laughs> but you know, speaking of Roman churches,
0: yes, no, this is this is something that I'm almost embarrassed to tell you because it. <laughs> we've been here almost two years, but really, we've been here moseying around this neighborhood for two and a half, almost three years, mm-hmm. and we found this trail structure right by our house. Up in the woods.
1: Yeah, right next to the path that we take on a very regular basis.
0: And, and I'm going to include, because it's so ridiculous, I'm going to include photos on the Facebook page of where this path was in relation to the path that we've taken a hundred times and never seen. Not only is there a path, <laughs> there's a sign. There's a sign. <laughs> and the sign is for this 12th century church.
1: Eglise de Saint Pierre de Noyac. So you've you've heard us speak about the Chateau de Noyac. Well, this is a church that was built in medieval times. Um from the church you can actually see um the chateau.
0: It's about a kilometer, I would say. Away. I would say. Yeah. I would
1: say. Uh and it it's uh it it was up for sale back in 2017. The church? Yeah. Yeah, it it belongs to the the municipality. Mm-hmm. Um, but back in 2017 the mayor Back then, who is still our current mayor, decided that he would put the church up for sale, and some of the citizens were very opposed to that and formed an association, and were able to save um, the church from being sold, and they actually um, got it repaired somewhat, um, and so now the the church the church bell can ring, and it didn't used to. Oh, yeah. So so that's that's really quite good. But this church, you know, was was renovated, air quotes, yeah. in, what was it, sixteen seventeen? 17? Well, this is the thing.
0: So uh, just just to give you some context here, we've been walking by this church. It's, it's deeper into the woods, but we've been walking by this church for two years and didn't even know it existed, could not see it through the woods. And so we took this path the other day, meandered on down there, and Again, I'm going to litter Facebook with photos of this church. But there's this—the doors are are under a canopy, so that's probably why they've lasted this long. But I want to say that these doors, wooden doors— have been there since 1617 because that's what's engraved into them. It's incredible. Why would that engra- engravery be in in? Oh,
1: oh no, those are the those doors are original.
0: Uh, original to 1617. Yes. Yeah, yes. Which is which is? Uh, oh, that's when the renovation occurred. From the 12th century part of the church.
1: Yeah, but the front oh. part of it, I think they did put in some some new doors. Oh, like, no, that's— And that's, well done. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: That's that's this last six or seven years. But, uh, but I'm just—the actual doors entering the church, and I, I've got a picture of a close-up of the 1617 cut into the door. I just couldn't believe it. I, I just can't believe it.
1: Well, we were in a whole other section of, of the woods yeah. that we'd never been in. We saw houses, properties that we'd never seen before. Yeah. Uh, it, it you know, and it brought us up to um to to the connection of where we usually walk. Right. But had, we'd never taken that path down. So really interesting.
0: And this is like honestly, it's a fifteen minute walk from our house. It's just insane that we've never found this. So anyway, of course, we're telling all our neighbors, hey, have you heard about this church? Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know it's right there. <laughs> 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 But anyway, it's uh, the, the only thing we weren't able to do was to go inside of the church because it was locked with a you know with a skeleton key, which they use for everything here. Uh, so uh, we do want to do that,
1: and you will be able to do that um, because the church gets opened up uh, on a very special weekend uh, every year, and it's called Journée du Patrimoine Européen. And that's kind of like Heritage Day in the EU. Oh. And 16,000 monuments, churches, government buildings are opened up to the public free of charge on that weekend um, to, to to show, um, you know, the interior of, of buildings and, and the heritage of the buildings that you typically can't see because they're not open to the public.
0: And this would be... Uh, chateaus, for instance, um, chateaus, churches, that monuments, are, mm-hmm. government
1: buildings. Oh. Um, so, so there are quite a few uh, attractions around here, and we'll have to pay attention this year.
0: And and that is uh, Europe wide, or most of europe that that participates in this yeah i think there. are that's so cool
1: yeah so this year it's the 16th and 17th of september if i'm not mistaken
0: so if you're traveling and you know this is probably when you're thinking about planning a trip to uh to europe for the fall keep that in mind because no matter where you go and you know like certainly uh these uh Countries around here—France, Spain, Italy—they're mm. all going to be participating in this program, and you can kind of meander through some of these places that are not typically open to the and public, and even
1: private properties oh. that have received government funding are open to the public.
0: Oh, you mean if you if you buy a a, a property that has that, you got a a chateau? Yeah,
1: yeah. There's one on the Lot River um, that oh, yeah, our neighbors right. went to last summer. For the very same day, and we, we really didn't didn't know about this. Yeah, come on so in, nosy to
0: neighbors. Come on into our house. Well, well, it's, that kind of sucks. You know what? It's
1: <laughs> Listen, it's it's two days out of the year, and you probably received a large sum of money oh, okay. to enable you to renovate the property.
0: oh uh, okay. And tax so this incentives is, and so all that. So
1: this is payback.
0: This is your your payback. I see. Your give, your give back. Yes. All right. So
1: okay. Not such a big deal.
0: No, no, I guess not. But, uh, yeah, no, there are, there are lots of places that i like to—like, for instance, I'd like to see the, the Chateau Noyac. I mean, they're, uh-huh. the actual chateau uh, that's associated to this church, but I would like to go to the church. I would like to do that. But the actual chateau is still—we uh, heard more news about the chateau, didn't we? About the Olympic-sized pool or whatever the heck?
1: Well, we I, mean, I heard that a while back. I mean, there's so many, like, rumors. <laughs> there's no real information. It's just kind of hearsay.
0: No, no. This, this is something I heard. Sorry. Oh, yeah? Yeah, when I was over at Olivier and Segalines, they were saying that the former uh, keeper or something of—, of uh, the, the one who looked after the chateau yes. found out that it's going to be a really na- narrow, long pool. You were right. It's like huh. it's, it's going to be a big uh, pool that they're going to put in there.
1: Yeah. Well, like, we walked by there the other day and we uh-huh. didn't see much no. change. No. Um, so maybe we'll see more activity come spring.
0: Yeah. I, I am interested in. Uh, poking and nosing around, though, in some of these places. We'll have to keep that open September 16th and 17th?
1: Yes, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And what's it called again?
1: It's um, La Journée du Patrimoine d'Europe.
0: Okay. Well, look forward to that. So we came across... I'm, I'm building these um, shutters for the house. They, the, it's, the one, it's one of the many things that this place needed. Um, most of the shutters that we have currently are rotting away, so I decided, okay, that's a good first project. In the new workshop, right?
1: Oh, and you're doing a really good job. You're no, sizing up each window because each window is a different d- dimension. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Um, and you know you're painstakingly making sure that all of the hardware fits. Um, well, I'm,
0: t- I'm trying to uh, repurpose the hardware, right? I'm using mm-hmm. the original hardware and then I'm adding a few of my own little ideas. But uh, it's it it's the common. The common wood type is a version of pine. It's it's called sapin here, S-A-P-I-N, and it's uh you know what it, it it's so similar to pine. it smells like pine, looks like pine. I find it actually a little harder than Canadian pine, oh, so really? it's a okay. little more durable. But again, it's full of the knots, and I'm looking around trying to find you know like a shellac type substance which I used to use to cover knots. Yep. And you discovered this thing.
1: Well, it was in talking to the painter. Um, we had this young guy come out to quote on painting the exterior of the house, and and we we are going to be using him uh, it, come springtime. But Jeff, you were in the process of of just st- starting your shutters, and. You had the question of, you know, where can you buy something that's going to help seal the knot so that they don't bleed through the paint? And I asked him and he said, I'm not aware of anything per se, except that the ancients, that's what they call the, you know, the people from yesterday, um, used to use garlic. (laughs) So, Jeff, you and I have been asking around and people have heard about this. Well, they all
0: smile when you say it.
1: Yeah, because it's kind of like, like, like. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, sure, Carling. Johnny. Yeah, that's what they said. Yeah, just put that in there and uh, it'll,
0: uh, look after your nuts, see? But because but, we went to the paint store, the uh-huh. guy there is so nice. And. Uh-huh. He did the same thing. He kind of, he kind of shrugged his shoulders, a little half smile, and said, yeah. So, you know what? <laughs> to hell with it. We're, we tried it.
1: Yep. We're, we're, we did it. We're the, we're the Canadians with the garlic.
0: <laughs> yeah. My workshop smells like an Italian restaurant right now. It, it's just because Julie was in there squeezing these... The cloves, the cloves
1: into the knots. Yeah, well, because that's that's what you use you use as a sealant, and and uh, to me, there like there's some kind of logic to it because garlic is kind of sticky.
0: Oh, for sure. If you leave like you use your garlic press all the time, if Mm -hmm. you leave it out till the morning, well, you got to put it in the hot water, and you know it's it's sticky, and yeah, and it's 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 like a bonding, like it's so sticky. Yeah, and it must have some agents in it, like. It can be used for other things too, garlic, right? Besides oh, it's eating. got
1: medicinal purposes. Um, you know, it's considered a, a herbal uh, remedy. Mm-hmm. That it cures colds. Uh, b- it lowers your blood pressure. It lowers Kills your Kills relationships. Your cholesterol. No, the rule is you both have to have oh, garlic, right? Oh, okay, okay. Right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So garlic has a real antibiotic kind of um, property to it. Um, you know, <laughs> rumor has it again. Getting back to the Romans, that they used to give their fighters uh, and the soldiers some garlic before going to to war, oh. to give them courage. Oh my God! <laughs> but hopefully they're in the right wind direction, or else the enemy's going to know they're yeah. coming.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I come the bloody Romans again. Yeah. So uh, anyway, we, we'll try it. I mean, there's not really any way to verify whether it's going to work, not at least for five or six years. Um, but uh, we threw that in there um, in lieu of not being able to find a shellac based. Right. Uh, and cover. you said
1: you, it, it did kind of have some effect, oh, yeah, right?
0: Like when I painted it uh, yesterday. It's definitely, uh, it's it it. You know what? It looks like it's sort of dried up the knot. Like it's done something to the knots, huh. and so we'll see what happens. All right. Yeah.
1: Well, that brings me to the French phrase of the day.
0: Okay, my favorite, favorite little thing. You know, th- this is this is this is how my week goes. Okay, mm-hmm. my week goes like this. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gaining. I'm gaining. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. I'm getting. Oh, I learned that for. I'm. And the French phrase. <laughs> Okay.
1: It's a short one. Okay. Here we go. All right. I'm not even gonna say anything because I'm confident here. I really am. All right. Here we go. L'ail est à la santé. Ce que le parfum est à la rose. Ah. L'ail est à la santé. Ce que le parfum est à la rose.
0: Garlic is to your health what perfume is to a rose. That's
1: it. Yay! Bingo! Bingo! Woo! <laughs> yes. yes! Garlic is to health what perfume is to a rose. Nailed it! <laughs> like, do you want to do a little happy dance? No, I just today? want to
0: shut down the podcast and go out and have a drink. <laughs> That's what I want to do I <gasps> want to end it all
1: Oh, that's amazing Con- Good one Congratulations right. oh. Well, it's not
0: my first one Okay, I have I have. You've
1: come close But this one you actually like, Word got, for word Word for word oh. So it's a big day <laughs> It's a very big day In our have...
0: household Okay, you don't have to mock
1: I'm not that. mocking
0: uh, you're... No, no
1: You're going to float all day long
0: You know, you're, you're patronizing now
1: I'm not patronizing
0: yeah. Mocking and patronizing I am
1: not I am not <laughs> but garlic is a big deal here in France. I oh, mean, it's I a big deal in Italy too. A lot of European countries, yeah. but they even have a national garlic day here.
0: They do. They do. Well, yeah, but they have they have days for everything. You know, like they have <laughs> they have you know foie gras day and garlic day and duck day. And I mean, geez, and then they have a day for every the person. It's yeah.
1: <laughs> So they like to celebrate and yeah. have fun, right? <laughs> true. But they also produce almost 21,000 tons of garlic a year. I notice
0: a tiny bit of a difference with the garlic here, and maybe I, I just notice it's a tiny bit more bitter than what. what but maybe there it's, it are depends di- on the. Yeah, con- okay, the there kind. are different
1: types of garlic, okay. and, yeah. and I think maybe it depends on which region in France you're purchasing your garlic from. Okay. You know, in, in doing just a little bit of garlic research they were indicating that there's a, a town very close by well not very 2 hours by car um, that is renowned for their pink garlic and is oh. is very appreciated by by top chefs well
0: and and 2 hours just in that area that's that's a, that's an okay t- that's kind of the max on a day trip
1: i agree so we could do that i agree the town's name is l'autrec
0: Like Toulouse-Lautrec.
1: Well, and so I looked on a map, and you go by Toulouse-Lautrec, and I'm going, whoa, how did he get named Toulouse-Lautrec? Oh, so so I'm right. Yeah. So I went back to the Google machine, Mm -hmm. and turns out that his father was the Count of Toulouse, the Count of Lautrec. One, two,
0: three. (laughs) Sorry.
1: And and so he was actually Henry Marie Raymond Toulouse-Lautrec. But the last part of his name kind of
0: stuck. stuck. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Why?
1: <laughs> um, but I think it would be fascinating to go visit where he grew up. I, I love his artwork, but man, he had a very um, complicated and, and sad kind of existence.
0: And uh, Lautrec is also, is, that's, the, that's the other town?
1: That's the name of the town.
0: And that's also one of those beautiful villages, isn't Les it? Les
1: plus beaux villages de France. Wow. It's a bastide town, mm-hmm. um, and there's a museum not far in Albi where they have um, original artwork from Toulouse-Lautrec. Um, so that would that would be a very fun thing to do.
0: What what type of? Because uh, I'm not that I'm new as an artist, but I'm not familiar with his the style. What type of? He's
1: he's post-impressionist, like late 1800s. Uh, he lived a very short life, only thirty-six years. He had very poor physical health, and there was a problem with his legs. His legs never grew, which made him a short man. It made him very, very unhappy. Um, and because he was unhappy, he ended up socializing with people from various walks of life, like circus performers and like ladies of the evening, and and you know, kind of the seedier side of of um, society. And that's where he felt comfortable um he was he had a regular seat at the Moulin Rouge which oh, okay. which is a very well known cabaret um and he um he was asked by the owner to do some posters some designs to promote the new season and I love those posters they're mm-hmm. so so cool well
0: they're vibrant aren't they
1: exactly exactly so I'm looking forward to finding out more and uh is,
0: is that so is that what got him into the art world is the fact that he felt awkward being out and ended up kind of taking his talents into you know a, his the privacy of his own room and 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 working with the paint.
1: Yeah, well, they discovered his mom discovered because his parents were diver- divorced that he was a very good artist uh, very early on, and because he was not a strong person, um, she felt that she would she would push him in that direction because oh, okay. it was something that he could do well.
0: Hmm. And uh, he was his ailment something that uh, cost him an early life as well.
1: Uh, well, it was his unhappiness with his ailment that caused his his early demise. Hmm. Um, he started um, drinking very heavily at an early age, uh. and at the end was was drinking something that he invented called an earthquake, and it's half absinthe, half cognac.
0: Holy hell! In a,
1: in a wine glass. So he yeah he developed problems uh, health issues oh. based on his lifestyle.
0: Those are two kicks in the pants right there.
1: That's why he called it an earthquake.
0: No kidding.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. Okay, well, I would. Uh, you, you've got me at least interested in finding out more about Toulouse-Lautrec and his uh, paintings, but um, more interested in the town of Lautrec and doing a, a, a little day trip down to Toulouse.
1: And seeing the pink
0: garlic. <laughs> and, and seeing the pink garlic as well. Maybe we'll pick some up down there and give it a taste, see if there's a yeah. little different from some of the stuff that we get here. Sounds good. Well, that is it for Chapter 57. Join us next week for number 58, where we take a look at some of the more unusual and comical translations we've encountered here in France.
1: This is Jeff and Julie moved to France during a global pandemic. Au revoir. Au
0: revoir.